It's Tuesday, November 30th. You're listening to the Tech Breakfast Podcast, the show that brings you delicious tech news and all the hot takes you can handle with Tyler Gates, Russ Cantwell, and Aaron Bewley. It's episode 221, and it's been a minute since we've been on here. It's been about 15 days. I am sorry. going to go ahead and apologize on behalf of the three of us. Uh, I got (laughs) Tyler on with me today. Yeah, dude. How are you doing? Man, uh, obviously we've been crazy busy. The uh, holidays always put a dent in that stuff. But the week before uh, the Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S., um, I know our schedules got wild and uh, we just couldn't line up to do a show, which is why we're so far behind. But yeah, here we we'll are. We'll get back on track. We'll get back on track. It was some, uh, some good rest, much needed time off. Yeah, man, we're back at it. We actually did. This is actually our second podcast today. We recorded a show earlier today with the Virtually Speaking crew celebrating their 200th episode that was fun that's exciting stuff yeah man yeah big ups for them they um they're about to hit a million downloads a million plays right isn't that what he said yeah they're they're nearing it i remember i swear they tweeted something about that like getting they close. did Maybe I'm wrong. yeah but uh yeah no that's that's exciting uh, i love i love the work they do and the show they put on and Pete does an amazing job of, of keeping everything clean and sounding de soundboard talented. And then, of course, uh, John's always a pleasure to uh, to get hot takes from on TBP as well as the Virtually Speaking podcast. So, All right, let's get straight into the news, man. Uh, we have a very short show today, probably only going to be about 10, 15 minutes or so. I'm just trying to get back on track here, yeah. but I'm going to skip the uh, Today in Tech History. We'll do that tomorrow. Aww. There wasn't really anything okay. exciting. Yeah. Fine. Nothing, nothing super exciting. <laughs> I do like that segment, but nothing super exciting today. So, fair, fair. Um, I mean, Winston Churchill's birthday is today. Mark Twain's birthday is today. Um, not nothing really cool from a technology perspective, though. Nah, birthdays are weak. All right, um, let's let's fly through some stuff here. Uh, there's a new CEO at Twitter. Yeah, so Jack the, is stepping down. To right? Yeah. Yeah, Jack is uh, actually Jack's not only stepping down, he's leaving Twitter, right? He's not yeah, going to be on the board out. anymore. He's not going to be actually, the CEO. He's not going to be the chair. Anything? Did Did you read his uh, his little screenshot? Yeah. So I I did. I think he nailed it. Like, yeah, that's a that's a really I can only imagine how difficult it is to step away from something as as big, complex, and and I mean, arguably successful. I don't think anybody pushing back against Twitter having made it is, is ridiculous, but um, like recognizing that as the founder, maybe you're not the right thing for your baby anymore. That's gotta be absolutely intense, uh, emotional yeah. among other things, but on like it, Jack just isn't what Twitter needs anymore. And I mean, to be seen how that works out, obviously it's, there's, there's uh, uncertainty now. Um, but I, I think, um, I think it was the probably the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was something I had never really thought about when he was getting into that part of the, um, that part of the email where he said, look, you know, the company has reached a point where it doesn't need to be founder led anymore. I never yeah. really thought about that. Cause I guess, mm-hmm. you know, you've got certain, maybe emotional ties or non, non, uh, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it other than just like not the optimal perspective for the business. Sure. Well, and I think I would, I would imagine a lot of it, especially for something that got as big and as as important as integral to sort of social media as it is today. Right. Um, it, the vision Jack may have had at the beginning of Twitter from, from an inception perspective probably does not match what 
what it needs going forward to grow as a public company. And I, and I think that's probably the biggest disconnect is that when he started Twitter, he got to define what it looked like and it arguably is why it succeeded to some extent as well as well as it did. But now he's beholden to his investors and they need to change. They need to adapt um, <laughs> to, to some extent. They may need to do things that Jack agree with, but as a, as a public company, I don't know that that's an option necessarily. And so uh, I, I hope that everything he said in the email was genuine and that he didn't feel like it just got away oh, from I'm him. Oh, I'm sure it is. Um, yeah, I don't think you would genuine. say, well, well, no, no, no. I have no doubt that his sentiment was genuine, but there's also something that you would never say outwardly because it would, is I'm, I, I can't continue to bit. lead. You oh, I don't know. There's something he would say that what? I, I would say like he would, he would never say publicly that the reason he was leaving Twitter is that the concept or the way that they operate or what he wanted it to be there anymore. But it's just as valid because it's arguably he said the nice he said he said what he said the nice way of saying it. The alternative is Twitter's not what I want it to be anymore, and I can't change that. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. or changing it isn't good for what it's there for now, which is you know paying back investors. So he's never yeah. going to say that publicly. But I, I hope that it really is just to be bigger and better and better at everything I can't be at the helm yeah. as opposed to I'm at the helm and I'm watching it devolve and, and it's out of my control and I just, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. And I didn't even get that perspective. I just, I felt like his heart was more focused on other things, you know, yeah, being the, be, he's also the CEO of square and it felt like he wasn't true. paying attention to Twitter as much. And I wasn't know he's, he, all he's in, been he's so in on that, Bitcoin, hasn't he? right? Yeah. He has Aha. been criticized on it. Yeah. But he's so in on Bitcoin. Like his, his yeah. profile description on Twitter is just, just as Bitcoin. Right. And I know he's focused yeah. a lot on, um, on, on blue sky, a lot on trying to bring Bitcoin yeah, to the, the Twitter network. Um, a lot of stuff like that. Um, a lot of the payment aspects of what's happening within Twitter. So yeah. who knows? It sounds like he's going to go spend more time at, uh, at square, obviously. Um, do things more Bitcoin focused is what it looks like to me. So yeah. But anyway, um, well, there's some other Twitter news too. Uh, Twitter is banning sharing photos and video of people without their consent. Interesting. So, How do yeah. you validate consent? Yeah, this this is something I was going to dig into, but it's just it doesn't seem clear. It just seems like um, you know it's up to to Twitter safety to to determine whether or not this is something um, that they'll selectively allow or disallow. Uh, I haven't seen a whole lot of consistency in a bunch of things across Twitter whenever it comes to something like that. But basically, you just report someone for violating a policy. Uh, you click the three dots in the upper right corner of the rule-breaking tweet. You report it, and you just say, hey, uh, it's abusive or harmful, and then select and includes private information. And then they'll they'll take it down is what it looks like. Now, they were saying, too, that there'll be sometimes where they'll allow images if it's a newsworthy thing. Right. So even if you say, look, I'm in this photo, I don't want to be in it, but it's a newsworthy photo, then they will allow it because I guess there's some kind of. That's interesting. Determining what's newsworthy. But I'm yeah. also curious. It's like, is this a picture? I post it until we get validation. Like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> what? Yeah. So but they published it today. They said uh, beginning today, we will not allow the sharing of private media, such as images or videos of private individuals without their consent. Publishing people's private info is also prohibited under the policies uh, as is threatening right, so, or incentivizing others to do so. So I'm going to go post a picture of you right now and working. I cut out. You're going to post a picture of me and what? 
And you want me to, to report it? Working. No. Oh, you do have to report <laughs> well, it. I have for to report that it. Work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes more sense. Self-reporting. Well, Sorry, that's, what I that's what I just said. Yeah. Oh, I got I have you. To I got you. I missed it. No, they, I, they won't. I regret yeah. to inform that I was distracted when you were reading that. Um, that that does make. It, that's great. I mean, honestly, that are, that should be a baseline for social media, in my opinion, which is you post whatever you want within limits. Obviously, if if someone reports it and it's up, I, like, I think that's totally fair. It doesn't. I, I think privacy is important enough that something doesn't necessarily just have to run afoul of the law for it to be against the terms of service of a platform. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to see a social media platform saying, look, if it's a picture of you or something that you deem private and you get, then we will respect and take that down if somebody else posted it. Now, I, I do think that's a fuzzy line that's going to get them in trouble when they say newsworthy versus not, right? Yeah. Um, especially like enter <laughs> tabloids, enter what counts as newsworthy, what's just garbage paparazzi. Yeah. Does Do different rules apply to, uh, you know, actors, actresses, or, or other famous people, influencers, or, or is it, is it going to be equally weighted across the board? I, I can just, I can see this being very, very difficult, even with that stuff to deal with. Yeah. All right. We get time for uh, one more quick one. Um, and then we should probably come back and do a show again tomorrow. Uh, get back on our Monday, Wednesday, Friday. See if we can find some time there. Uh, this other one, this kind of surprised me. Elon Musk tells SpaceX employees today that Starship engine crisis is creating a risk of bankruptcy. So they're saying that, or he's saying that the Raptor production crisis is much worse than it seemed a few weeks ago. Ooh. So the the whole um, <laughs> Raptor engines power the company's Starship rocket, uh, and the and if they cannot achieve a Starship flight rate of at least once every two weeks next year, they risk uh, facing bankruptcy. Wow, which I would hate That's- to see. Based on I the too progress would hate to see made. that. Yeah, my goodness. Um, but but that it also it adds up, right? Like yeah. the the whole rockets and the absolutely phenomenal engineering feats that that they have overcome um, to get where they are. If they don't get to peak production capacity, the ability to move things into space on a regular click that far outpaces anything we've ever seen, then then it just doesn't cover the costs of development and and continue. Um, that it makes perfect sense. It's just it's really disappointing to hear that they're even flirting with potentially not getting there, because uh, I'm just it makes me sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, a big piece of it is the the complications in actually producing the Raptor engine. Yeah, sure. Well, and I saw something. Oh no, that was Tesla related. There there was a production push. You know, for a long time, it's just more more deliveries, more deliveries, more deliveries. Um, apparently. I think maybe it was a tweet, maybe it was a memo that got leaked or something like that. I forget what the source was, to be honest. But um, the the comment Musk was actually pushing for uh, you know cost, right? So so mm-hmm. don't just get a a car out the door at all costs. Like we've got to rein in some of you know maybe the process uh, inefficiencies or workarounds. You know I remember stuff like it's very expensive um, 
maybe not obviously to the those doing the work on the line, but it's very expensive to have to do something out of station, for instance. So part shortages can be very damning to total cost, especially because in automobile manufacturing, even more so than jets, uh, most of the time they're moving lines, right? So it's it's it has a certain amount of time to be in a roughly certain area to get certain parts installed. And if you slow down, the whole line slows down. Yeah. And so uh, any any kind of inefficiencies can very quickly snowball on the cost side of things. And I wonder, I wonder what's uh, what's costing them, uh, or if it's quality. Right? Could be yeah. human, could be um, you know engineering that that needs to be changed, and they're just doing workarounds for it and things like that. So I'm kind of curious what the commentary was on. But well, um, one of the other things too that's concerning to me is that Starship is crucial to Starlink's financial success, uh, being able to get them up there. Right? They've yeah, got of course. To be able to take those larger payloads. And uh, that's something that uh, Starship can do compared to the Falcon 9 rockets. And um, for, I mean, I'm an example of a person that uh, just bought Starlink. Well, uh, my father-in-law did for uh, for some land a couple months ago. And uh, we got an email update. We were supposed to get it in the latter half of, of 2021, but it just got pushed to as... Uh, as early as April or May of next year. So yeah, about a six month, uh, six month boot, but anyway, okay, cool. Um, crazy. I gotta run, but, um, wow. dude, thank you for catching up with me on those two quick topics and I'm glad we got uh, the chance. so much more, dude. I want to talk to you about. Uh, also. Yeah. yeah. That's the shortest show we've ever had. And that's, that's a <laughs> solid gold. Cause it's honestly a target that we fail to hit like every single episode. Yeah. Yeah. another tech breakfast episode to a close a short one but a sweet one we enjoyed it and we hope you did too thanks for joining us and we're going to try to get back on track we'll talk to you guys soon maybe even tomorrow have a great day bye peace